On one of the highest hilltops in Elbert County, Georgia, stands a huge granite monument engraved in eight different languages on four giant stones that support the common capstone are ten guides or commandments. What the heck is this weird Stonehenge-like structure in rural Georgia, and why do the messages inscribed on them predict the end of the world? This is a truth podcast where we question everything and no topic is off limits. I got it all covered. Discover the truths about topics you were never taught in school. Learn the uncomfortable and inconvenient truths about current events, geopolitics, culture, economics, and healthcare. You're now listening to the truth podcast. Question everything. And now your host, Richard. And we are back with another episode of the Truth Podcast Question Everything. It is January 6, 2020, the first episode of the new decade. Hi, my name is Richard. I am your host, and welcome back. This week, our topic, what are the Georgia Guidestones? The Georgia Guidestones is a mysterious monument on which are carved Ten Commandments for a new age of reason. The first commandment, maintaining the world's population under 500 million people. Here's another interesting fact. The authors of what we now call the American Stonehenge are still a mystery, except for those that are in the know. Among the numerous features of this monument, its message calling for a new world order and explains how it is the work of an occult secret society. The George Guystones is an enigmatic granite monument situated in Elbert County, Georgia. Also known as the American Stonehenge, the giant structure is almost 20 feet high and is made of six granite slabs, weighing in around 240,000 pounds. The most astonishing detail of the monument, however, are not its size, but the message engraved on it. Ten Rules for an Age of Reason these guides touch upon subjects that are associated with the New World Order, including massive depopulation, a single world government, the introduction of a new type of spirituality, etc. The authors of those rules have requested to remain totally anonymous. The purpose behind the Georgia Guidestones becomes very clear, leaving little room for hypotheses. The Guidestones describe the ideal world as envisioned by occult secret societies. The monument is, therefore, proof of an existing link between secret societies, the world elite, and the push for a new world order. So let's talk about the monument itself. Made of pyramid blue granite, the Georgia Guidestones are meant to withstand the test of time and to communicate knowledge on several levels, philosophically, politically, astronomically, etc. It consists of four major stone blocks which contain 10 guides for living in eight languages, English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. The shorter message is inscribed at the top of the structure in four ancient language scripts, Babylonian, Classical Greek, Sanskrit, and Egyptian hilographs. It is important to note that those last four ancient languages are of a great importance in the teachings of occult mystery schools such as the Freemasons and the Rosicruans. 
The four major stones are arranged in a giant paddle wheel configuration, which is oriented to the limits of the migration of the sun during the course of the year and also shows the extreme positions of the rising and setting of the sun in its 18.6 year cycle. The center stone has two special features. First, the north star is always visible through a special hole drilled from the south to the north side of the center stone. And second, another slot aligns with the positions of the rising sun at the time of the summer and winter solstice and at the equinox. At the base of the Georgia Guidestones lie an exemplary tablet listing some of the details of the structure. It also mentions a time castle buried underneath it. The contents of the time castle, even if it exists, are a total mystery. Astronomical features are of a great importance in the design of the Georgia Guidestones. In a relatively new nation such as the United States, monuments that are lined with celestial bodies are often the work of secret societies, such as the Freemasons. Drawing their teachings from the mystery schools of ancient Egypt, Greece, or perhaps even the, the Druidic Celts, they are known for embedding into monuments some of their sacred knowledge. What are the New World's Order's Ten Commandments that are written on the stone? Well, the Ten Guides for a New Age of Reason are as follows. 1. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. 2. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. 3. Unite humanity with a living new language. 4. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. 5. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. 6. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. 7. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. 8. Balance personal rights with social duties. 9. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And 10. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. As you can see, the Guidestones call for a drastic reduction of the world population, the adoption of a world language, the creation of a world court, and vague allusions to eugenics. In other words, it sounds like it's a blueprint for the New World Order. So let's kind of focus on depopulation and eugenics for just a second. The first commandment is particularly shocking, since it basically stipulates that 12 out of 13 people on Earth should not exist. If today's world population is, what, roughly 7 billion or so, then that is a 93% surplus. To consider these figures is mind-boggling. The Earth's wealthiest people would remain. Is this predictive programming? The last rule of the Guidestones, quote, be not a cancer on Earth, leave room for nature, leave room for nature, end quote, is particularly disturbing as it compares human life to cancer on Earth. With this state of mind, it is easy to rationalize the extinction of nearly all of the world's population. Massive depopulation is an admitted goal of the world's elite, and many important people have openly called for it. In 1988, Britain's Prince Philip expressed the wish that, should he be reincarnated, he would want to be a deadly virus that would reduce the world's population. Bill Gates said, the world today has 6.8 billion people, 
that's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really good job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 to 15%, end quote. Along with tax-deductible donations of enormous amounts of money to help the depopulation cause, secret meetings of the world's elites have been taking place to discuss those issues. Some of America's leading billionaires have met secretly to consider how their wealth could be used to slow the growth of the world's population and speed up improvements in health and education. The philanthropists who attended a summit convened on the initiative of Bill Gates, the Microsoft co-founder, discussed joining forces to overcome political and religious obstacles to change. Described as a good club by one insider, it included David Rockefeller Jr., the patriarch of America's wealthiest dynasty, Warren Buffett and George Soros, the financiers, Michael Bloomberg, the former mayor of New York and, of course, the current presidential candidate, and the media's moguls Ted Turner and Oprah Winfrey. Now, looking at the second rule, guide reproduction wisely improving diversity and fitness, basically calls for the inference of lawmakers into the management of family units. If we read between the lines, it requires to the creation of law structuring the number of children per family. Furthermore, improving diversity and fitness can be attained by selective breeding or the sterilization of undesired members of society. This used to be called eugenics until it became politically incorrect because of the Nazis of Germany. So what about a one world government? Well, here's a quote from David Rockefeller from his memoirs of David Rockefeller by David Rockefeller, page 405. Some even believe we are part of a secret cabal working against the best interests of the United States, characterizing my family and me as internationalists, and of conspiring with others around the world to build a more integrated global political and economic structure. One world, if you will. If that's the charge, I stand guilty, and I am proud of it. End quote. Most of the other rules of the Georgia Guidestones basically call for the creation of a world government, ruled by an enlightened few who would regulate all aspects of human life, including faith, social duties, economy, etc. This idea is far from new, as it has been entertained by mystery schools for centuries. So who was in this small group of Americans who seek the age of reason? Although their identity is secret, they have left some telling clues to the initiatives, unmistakably pointing towards the occult nature of their group. We can find references to as above, so below. The celestial alignments of the stones symbolize the need for humanity to be square with external principles, which are manifest in our own nature and in the universe around us and to duality. We are the major agency through which good and evil qualities of the spirit become actors in our world. Without us, there is very little of love, mercy, and compassion. Yet, we can also be the agents of hate and cruelty and cold indifference. This text alone provides enough proof to conclude that the authors are either Freemasons, Roscrucians, or another hermetic secret society. What you're looking at is a modern-day manifesto calling for, or announcing, a drastic change in the way the world is managed. The monument is of a great importance in the understanding of the forces covertly shaping today and tomorrow's world. 
It materializes into stone the crucial link between secret societies, the world elite, and the agenda for a new world order. The push for a world government, population control, and environmentalism are issues that are today discussed on a daily basis in current events. They were not in 1981 when the Guy Stones were erected. Can we say that great progress has been made? Many of the rules of the Georgia Guy Stones make sense for the preserving of Earth on a long-term basis, but between the idealistic words of the Guy Stones authors and the actual way that the policies would be applied on the masses, by, of course, power-hungry and greedy politicians, there is a world of a difference. Reading between the lines, the Guystones require from the masses the loss of many personal liberties and to submit to a heightened government control on many social issues, not to mention the death of 93% of the population and, of course, probably not of those of the elite. Is the concept of a democracy by and for the people, as idealized by the Founding Fathers, a mere illusion? A temporary solution until the introduction of socialist world government? Why are the world's citizens not being consulted in a democratic matter? I guess it's easier for the least to manufacture consent through mass media, but maybe it won't work on everybody. Guys, thank you for listening to this week's topic of the Truth Podcast, where we question everything. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week, the rest of your Monday, and we'll see you right here next week on the Truth Podcast, where we question everything. Take care. God bless.